Welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. In late January 1930, a two-alarm fire brought the end to a building located on Arch Street. The building was almost 100 years old and had been very influential in the early manufacturing years of Brattleboro. Around 4 a.m., George Rosebush, the third shift telegraph operator at the railroad station, saw flames coming from the Stellman machine shop. He phoned the central fire station on Elliott Street, and they quickly responded. Once the severity of the fire was assessed, the West Brattleboro Fire Station was also called to assist. It was four degrees below zero, and firemen battled the blaze for four hours. The Stillman Sun machine shop was located on the north side of the Whetstone Brook on Arch Street, wedged between Oddfellows Block on Main Street and the Twin State Gas and Electric Company substation near the railroad tracks. The firemen were able to contain the fire to the machine shop while saving businesses and residents in the Oddfellows Block to the west and the electricity generating Twin State building to the east. One fireman was injured when he fell and broke his leg. Businesses in the Oddfellows Block, the Cascade Restaurant, Barrow's Coal Office, E.T. Flood's Barbershop, Barrow's Shoe Store, and Pliny Barrow's Cigar Store suffered smoke and water damage. Ten tenants who lived in the Oddfellows Block had to wake early and flee, including Sheriff and Mrs. Frank Wellman. Lawrence Barker, a clerk at the railroad yard, ran through the upstairs of the Oddfellows Block and warned tenants of the fire. Lona Barrett, who lived on the top floor, passed out while trying to leave the building and was carried to safety by Mr. Barker. The Twin State substation was not damaged. Stellman's machine shop was completely destroyed. The Stellman family had owned the business for almost 30 years and were presently making automobile parts and heaters for Franklin cars. Before the Stellmans had purchased the business, it had been owned and operated by many different concerns going back to 1833. In 1833, Elihu Thomas and Nathan Woodcock established the first machine shop on the site. Uh, the shop specialized in papermaking machinery. Across Main Street on the south side of the Whetstone Brook was a papermaking mill that had been operating since 1811. It was located where the food co-op's parking lot is now. When the paper mill began, paper was made by hand, but as technology improved, machinery began to replace some of the steps in the paper making process. The Thomas and Woodcock machine shop developed machinery that helped in paper manufacturing. The paper mill across the street began using the technology and the machine shop began marketing the machinery to the other paper mills in the area. In 1838, Thomas and Woodcock sold out to George Newman and Arnold Hines. Newman had worked at the machine shop and was familiar with the business. Newman, Hines, and company operated the machine shop until 1865. During that time, they specialized in papermaking machinery and their machines were sold to mills as far north as Canada and as far south as Mexico. In 1865, Ferdinand Tyler bought the business from Newman Hines and Company. The machine shop employed 20 men and continued to specialize in papermaking machinery. In October 1869, a powerful whetstone brook freshet pried open the machine shop on Arch Street. Those who saw the event reported that the machine shop's flume for its two water wheels was built into the wall, and as the heightened water level brought wooden debris down the brook, the debris got tangled in the flume and the raging waters used the wooden logs and debris tangled in the flume to pry the wall apart. The Weststone Brook freshet was so powerful that it washed out the Main Street Bridge. 
The brook's raging current also eroded the Connecticut River Island embankment and caused the island bridge to collapse as well. At the time, the machine shop was owned by Ferdinand Tyler, the man who later built the commercial block at the top of Arch Street facing Main Street, which became known as the Odd Fellows Block. In a modified form, it is now known as the Barrows Block. There is presently a nail salon, an Asian massage practitioner, and the Blue Moose Bistro at the site. The Brattleboro Gas Light Company was located south of the Whetstone Brook and south of Bridge Street along the Connecticut River. The company produced gas by burning coal and trapping the gas created by the process. The gas was piped underground to downtown businesses, houses, and street lamps. The gas was used for heating, cooking, powering machines, and light. In 1892, the company bought the land north of Whetstone Brook along the Connecticut River. This included what was then known as the Valley Machine Shop. The gas company built an electricity-producing plant just east of the machine shop in 1893. The Bradbrill Gas Company's electric light plant went online. Power was supplied by a horizontal water wheel and two large coal boilers. The plant was built by the Pellet Brothers of Worcester, Massachusetts, the same people who built the Canal Street School. In 1895, the Brattleboro Street Railway Company began operating an electric trolley line. Power was provided by the Brattleboro Gas Light Company, which was now manufacturing gas and electricity. The Arch Street Station was expanded to meet the ever-increasing demand for electricity, and it operated until the early 1940s. Meanwhile, the machine shop that specialized in paper-making machinery continued to operate, although the building was now owned by the power company. In 1896, George Dinsmore and Charles Bartholomew rented the Valley Machine Shop. Dinsmore had been working locally in the machine trades, and Bartholomew came from Philadelphia. In 1898, Louis Stellman bought the Valley Machine Company from Dinsmore and Bartholomew. He had worked as a foreman of the company and was ready to continue the paper-making machinery specialty. As technology continued to change, Stellman looked to diversify beyond machines, specializing in paper mill work. In 1906, the Brattleboro Gas Light Company was purchased by an out-of-state conglomerate known as the Twin State Gas and Electric. The Stellman Machine Company continued to operate and became involved in the automobile industry. Stellman made various parts of Franklin automobiles and had them shipped to Syracuse, New York, where the cars were assembled. As time passed, Stellman designed and patented an automobile heater for the Franklin Company. The Stellman Machine Shop employed 15 men and sold about $40,000 worth of automobile heaters a year. The fire in late January 1930 destroyed the Stellman machine shop. Twin State Gas and Electric was not interested in rebuilding the structure that had been on the site since 1833. Instead of relocating, Stellman decided to lease the rights to build automobile heaters to a machinist in Greenfield, and he stepped away from operating a day-to-day business. So it goes. The land, which will become the Brattleboro Museum and Art Center, has seen much activity in the town's history. The Barrows Block was first constructed in 1872, has seen commercial and residential trends rise and fall, and has also experienced the destruction of fire. The machine shop participated in the growth of printing and automobiles across the country, suffered setbacks by floods, and was destroyed by fire in 1930. The electric substation served as a transitional power source as its parent company relied on coal and hydropower to provide gas and electricity to its customers. That strip of land has lots of stories to tell. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.